Hello, and welcome to part two of our exploration of butterflies. In the last episode, we talked about butterflies and moths. We discussed its amazing transformation and got to learn from Anne Lau Ward, the founder and lead educator of Winged Wonders Education and Blue Skies Early Learning. During that conversation, Anne told me way more than I could fit into one episode. So today, we are gonna learn more from her about a specific kind of butterfly, the monarch. You know a lot about butterflies. My main focus has been with the monarch butterfly. Um, and that grew out of butterfly gardening projects that we were doing in an outdoor classroom that uh, my teaching buddies and I established at Friends School Haverford years and years and years and years ago. Um, and then, wow, a lot grew out of just taking the kids outside to the, to the gardens. Oh, I love swallowtails. They are beautiful and colorful. I used to think all colorful butterflies were monarchs. But now I realize how often what we are seeing are actually swallowtails. But you work a lot with monarchs, right? Just to let you know that, you know, a lot of, a lot of my learning about butterflies has been doing it with the children. And, and um, for me, that originates in um, my childhood. I was always collecting, always collecting caterpillars um, and specifically in a garden, finding a lot of swallowtails. My work with monarchs has really, really been a strong focus. Um, yeah, anyway, and yeah. Is, is Pennsylvania like along the traditional migration route? Yes, for monarchs it is. So not not all butterflies um, migrate the distances that monarch butterflies do, which is what is referred to as the 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 migration is the phenomena, and the migration of this insect is what we fear could be endangered. Monarch butterflies are found all over the world wherever they have their um, host plant for the caterpillar, which is milkweed. Um, so as an insect, it is said that, um, or, and understood that butter, the monarch won't disappear from the landscape um, around the world, but the phenomena here um, in uh, North and Central America of the migration is what is very specifically, um, you know, endangered if we don't provide the um, the northern breeding grounds. Um, so as the as the loss of milkweed happens across the United States, which is where the the, the monarchs um, lay their eggs and where we see uh, three generations of that butterfly until the migratory generation arises, um, when we lose those breeding grounds, um, then we, we are impacting the, the, the possibility that this migratory phenomena will continue. In case you were wondering, milkweed is a flowering plant. They are mostly green, but they have these little balls of colorful flowers on their stems. Anne explained that a lot of farms used to be surrounded by milkweed. But now that farmers are planting all the way to the road, there is less milkweed around. And the fewer milkweed plants, the less likely that the butterflies are to migrate through the area. You see, 
The butterflies are pretty fussy about the plants where they will lay their eggs. Female monarch butterflies find their mates in Mexico during the winter months. As it warms up, the butterflies fly north. They could lay up to 500 eggs. And put one egg um, per milkweed plant as she moves and flies north. So she'll find that milkweed uh, first in the Gulf states, and then as the milkweed comes up, um, as spring returns to the more northern latitudes, um, the monarchs will will move up um, or move north, um, laying oh, their so eggs. You, but so, so everybody, like, so you would say, like, just average people growing milkweed helps. It doesn't have to be like a giant field of milkweed. No, it it can be. Um, well, here's the thing. I I meet people that, you know, feel constrained by their living, you know, where they live in one way or another. So we say, do you have a place where you can put pots and plants? Or do you have a window box? Or do you have, like, even little spaces? Um, people are gardening for monarchs and other pollinators on their deck, you know, in the middle of a city or on their rooftops. Um, one of my focuses, because as an educator, I can work with um, teachers to to um, encourage them to be gardening with their children. So if we don't have land where we can, you know, create gardens in our own home, um, we can do that at schools with children. And that's where that's where more. I mean, maybe I'm just tuned into it, but I think more and more that's where I hear. Um, children being connected um, to pollinators and, and specifically to butterflies and specifically to monarchs. Monarchs just have a very, very interesting story um, that differs from other insects. I don't know about you, but I am going to plant some milkweed right away. I also asked Anne what else we could do to support monarchs. She told me about something called a flyway. Yeah, there are other much larger projects, though. Um, for example, they are making monarch flyways in the Midwest. So um, during the time that they're migrating north, they Texas kind of is like a funnel for butterflies going north, north and going south, and then they spread out from there. So there are areas, vast areas of landscape where they are um, reestablishing um, um, areas that they call flyways, which means a, a very long band of of wild space with milk with um, milkweeds that are native in, native species in that area, the whole mm -hmm. way up to um, Canada. We live near Philadelphia, and I wondered about our ability to see monarchs. Anne said, along the east coast, we still have enough milkweeds sprinkled throughout that monarchs will migrate through. But the monarch will not stay in an area where it can't raise its young. So tell your parents and your teachers, plant milkweed. But what is migration anyway? Well, migration is when animals move from one region to another during a particular season. What we see is monarchs coming through and laying their eggs on our milkweed as it gets warmer. But people in Mexico experience something completely different and really exciting. They don't 
they don't have the life cycle there. They have hundreds of millions of butterflies flying in on Dia de los Muertos and staying until March. Can you imagine that? Stop for a second and imagine what it might be like to have thousands and thousands of beautiful monarch butterflies surrounding you. Some people in Mexico say that the monarch represent the souls of their ancestors returning to visit them. That must be such a beautiful feeling. Wait a second, Anne. You mentioned that the monarchs might migrate all the way up to Canada. Mexico to Canada? That's like thousands of miles. How can a butterfly do that? Miles. The wings of the monarchs are very, very strong and durable, even though we would still say if we were handling them, they're so fragile, I don't want to hurt them, right? Right. Um, so it's, it's incredible to be able to work with a monarch butterfly and feel that this butterfly has the, has the potential to reach a land far away to get to know children who are going to receive them as part of their traditional um, Dia de los Muertos celebrations. I'm guessing a lot of children listening will want to learn more. What are some ways they can learn more about monarchs? So the citizen science projects that are involved with monarch butterflies are incredible. You can tag them. You can participate in um, uh, milkweed studies and uh, following the migration in, in the fall south to Mexico and participating through organizations like um, Journey North um, and Monarch Watch to to follow and track um, this story and learn more about it um, specific to the monarch. I don't know about you, but I think I'm going to look up Journey North and Monarch Watch right after we say goodbye. Well, I hope that you loved learning about monarch butterflies with me today. Thank you for spending time with me, and thank you for listening to Smarty Pants Wonders. I'm Tabitha Delangelo, and I hope you stay curious. Until next time, goodbye. Thanks for listening to Smarty Pants Wonders. And if you like our show, please don't forget to listen and subscribe on whatever podcast service you use. And we'd really appreciate it if you gave us a rating. 